0: Live from the West Coast of the United States of America and downloaded all over the world, it's Take In With You for March 20th, 2011, special boot camp edition. Hold on to your hats! Well, today on the show, we're going to talk about a cool new app called Haytel, the makeup reality show called Face Off, The Martians Are Here podcast finale, and today we start our brand new series called Spiritual Boot Camp. That's right. What does the Bible say about the basics of faith? We're going to talk about them in a non-religious way. Stick around. It ought to be very interesting. You're in the Army now. On this week's Take Him With You. What a week. Kind of feels like a whirlwind, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it's been a pretty busy week, and then we have an exciting weekend coming up because our oldest kids will be back from college, so that will be nice to see them. Spring
0: break already.
1: Yeah, and we're so honored they're coming here to see us and not going to Mexico or something.
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) I think it's because they don't have any money.
1: you no, know, there can be good things that come out of that <laughs> sure so
0: it's it's our daughter-in-law's birthday um tomorrow yeah and that's kind of cool yeah oh, you did it you moved it and made it sound funny here
1: oh i'm sorry i was just trying to get it closer
0: that's okay anyway um yeah it's her birthday so happy birthday to ivy
1: yeah she's a big 22 i wow. can barely remember that age but
0: <laughs> well that's because it was 23 years ago for you
1: no 22 years oh ago. sorry
0: gosh sorry. don't
1: make me a year older
0: that's me i'm 45
1: i'm only 44
0: yeah that's right
1: no matter no matter what you're always going to be a year and a week older than me
0: yep that's true you can literally call me your old man yeah wait a minute that doesn't work isn't an old man your dad is am that supposed to be your old man i don't know i don't either slang slang (laughs) i'm not good at slang so i had a great time on saint patrick's day
1: yeah i noticed you were quite punny today i
0: had fun making up a bunch of saint patrick day jokes although Mm -hmm. most people groaned over them i had a great time making them
1: yeah and i made a green tea cake what did you think of it
0: well it was different it's okay it's not my favorite i like chocolate thanks
1: well, we I had chocolate ganache frosting. Oh, hey,
0: isn't that nice? You hear that, everybody? That's our neighbor who decided to mow their lawn right now.
1: Yeah, he likes mowing the lawn a lot. Well,
0: it's like daylight savings time kicks in here in the United States last weekend, and it's it's right now we're recording at about six thirty in the evening, and it's still light out, and so our neighbors feel like it's okay to run their lawn mower. There, he stopped it. I think he was just.
1: Maybe cleaning, brushing
0: it, or it off. I hope. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there you—you you you hear everything here: the garbage truck, the recycling truck, trees being sawed, dogs barking, cats using the litter box. Everything you hear it all right here on mm-hmm. taking with you. Isn't that fun? So, what else happened for us? Anything else?
1: Well, I've been driving a lot for work, driving yeah. places and. Being very thankful that you put a GPS in the car.
0: Yeah, so you can know where you're going. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's helpful. So that was good. Speaking of GPSs, Yeah. I have a brand new app that I'm using on my Android phone. It's also available on the iPhone and the iPod Touch. Mm -hmm. And it's called Heytell, H-E-Y-T-E-L-L. And it's really cool. It's a walkie-talkie for your phone that goes over Wi-Fi or 3G.
1: I'm not quite sure what I think about it yet really well i've i've talked on yours a little bit i don't have 3g on my phone i just have a basic phone but um i have enjoyed talking to some of our friends with it but i could see how it could get kind of something that you get carried away with and um you know it could take a lot of our time but it's interesting hi rick i'm walking through the middle of Times
0: square Patrick's Day. Can you tell? Uh, and I left myself only about fifteen minutes to get fourteen blocks to catch a train. So it's going to be interesting. That's my friend Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Sue from New York, and she was in Times Square. And that's this is on the the Heytel application. So we're talking back and forth. I've got friends in England and Australia and other places that I can just hold down the little button and speak into it. And I'm going to say right now, you ready? I'm going to do it right now. Here we go. Hi, Sue. Nice to hear from you. We're actually recording our podcast right now, and so you're live right here on Taking With You. I hope you get to your train in time. How is St. Patty's Day in New York? Is it fun? See, we're actually recording on St. Patrick's Day, so don't tell anybody, because cause we talked like it was Sunday. Yeah. And said that Ivy's birthday is tomorrow, which it really is Monday, but it will be tomorrow you, by the time you listen to When you
1: hear it, it will be tomorrow. So anyway, speaking of GPS,
0: this has a really cool little feature on it that if it's enabled on the other person's phone Mm -hmm. or wireless device, it actually shows you where they're transmitting from. So like the other day when Richard Pete, my friend Richard from Chicago, Uh was on a train, I actually watched his little icon move across my screen on the map. Mm
2: -hmm. And then
0: he stopped yeah. And then he, he said he was getting into a car, and then his friend drove him to work, and then I saw where his workplace was right on my phone.
1: You know, our daughter thinks that's totally creepy and like, stalkerville.
0: Well, yeah, if you wanted to stalk somebody, you could, I guess.
1: I, I told her that I thought it would be a good application for parents to have for their kids, so they knew, always knew where their kids were.
0: I think it's a great idea.
1: So if your kids say, I'm going to the library, and they end up at the other end of the town. You would know. <laughs> you would know. That's
0: a great idea. So so everybody, hey, tell. That's how you do it. And uh, be my friend, and you can talk back and forth to me. That would be fun. We're having a great time. There's my friend Kenny. You ready? I'll say hi to him. Hey Kenny, this is Rick and Amy. We're recording our podcast right now, and we're sending this to you. Maybe you could answer us and say hi to our listening audience. Wouldn't that be fun? So thanks, Kenny. So I let go of the button. You might not and it sends it to him.
1: You might not want to have him do that if he's traveling on the freeway right now.
0: Well, I don't think he. I don't. I think he gets off work at seven.
1: Oh, so he might still be at work.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll find mm. out, won't we? At least we heard from Sue. That was good. And I've got a bunch of friends on here. It's a lot of fun. Hey, tell. So get that mm-hmm. for your wireless device. A lot of fun. So. So we talk, uh, should we talk about the cool show that we watched the finale of? Uh,
1: which, which show is that? Face Off. Oh yeah, that was pretty interesting.
0: I thought so. Sci-Fi put out this really cool reality show called The Face Off. And what it mm-hmm. is, it's a show where they have a bunch of makeup artists, like movie makeup artists, uh-huh. that compete in a reality uh, show for $100,000 and then a whole year's worth of makeup, like mm-hmm. professional movie makeup. Yeah. And Michael Westmore, his daughter, Michael Westmore, by the way, did all the, the uh, Star Trek makeup mm-hmm. in the series. And I think in the movies, too.
1: Did he do Planet of the Apes, too, or is that another no, that one was of Rick, the judges? No,
0: that was Rick Baker that did Planet oh, of the Apes. Okay. But anyway, uh, he is a special – anyway, his daughter hosts the show. Mm-hmm. And then they had like – I don't, can't remember how many they started with. It was like eight or, or ten people. And they start them off. And each week they eliminate a person until mm-hmm. the final four are there. And then they have a battle off of makeup. And it was – I thought it was – I mean, there was a couple of really weird ones they did. But I thought it was really a cool show altogether.
1: Yeah, it was It was pretty fascinating. Are you yawning? yeah I don't know. I guess she um, must have
0: really liked the show
1: <laughs> no i I did enjoy face off. It was kind of different, but you know from an artistic point of view, it was kind of interesting to watch people be transformed into different things that you didn't even recognize the original person in
0: Well, it was neat to watch how they did the makeup and how they they mm-hmm. had latex and foam and silicon and all these different things that they mm-hmm. used. And it showed how they made the molds and sculpted and did all these different. It was really cool. So mm-hmm. I'm very impressed. And get this, are you ready? I can't even believe it's true. They actually renewed Face Off for a second season.
1: Yeah, that doesn't usually happen. With well, not with shows any shows that, that I, I like. like. They
0: never yeah. renew them. Yeah. We watched the season finale of V. What did you think of that?
1: Um, it was a little gory for me.
0: I heard mixed emotions on it, or I I heard mixed Mm. reactions to it. Some people really liked it, and other people didn't like it at all. And now it seems like they canceled the show. So now we don't know what's going to happen. Who was your favorite character on V?
1: Hmm, Probably the female FBI agent.
0: Yeah, Julia from Lost.
1: She didn't have the big, scary alien mouth.
0: What was her name on the show? I should Uh, know this.
1: I can't remember. Oh, come
0: on now. What is it? You're probably listening and you already know and And you're saying,
1: it's, 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 it's. And then, then Tom was nice too. He was the priest. I
0: liked him too. I liked his character. Um,
1: Yeah. Who I didn't didn't like. I didn't like the the kid. I didn't like the aliens.
0: Oh, I thought that the lady that played uh, uh, Diana was, was it Diana? Diana. Anna, sorry, Diana was the mom. Mm-hmm. Anna was she was amazing, amazingly creepy. That but is, was
1: that the the current queen, not yes, the old queen? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I just I'm not really into creepy aliens that like eat people and stuff or bite people. Well, who is? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody must be because they make alien movies. Well, they're and... not
0: real. I mean, they, if they were really real, nobody would be into them. I doubt. I mean, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, V. It was quite an interesting show. If you get a chance to uh, watch it, watch it because it was really kind of cool. My mom actually likes V. Go figure.
1: Yeah, that surprised me. It surprised me. I wonder what she thought about the last episode. It was kind of. I don't know. It was kind of gory.
0: And a lot of the main characters on um, spoiler alert, some of the main characters croaked over.
1: Just one, wasn't it? No, there oh. were several. Oh, I guess I was probably playing words with friends and not paying attention enough. <laughs>
0: she really likes that too. She really likes face off and V.
1: Who's she? Your mom? You. Me? Well, they aren't Like my, you're paying attention at all. They aren't my favorite If she could, shows. she'd play Words
0: with Friends 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It's ridiculous.
1: Oh, well, I like Scrabble. Is I, there
0: like a program for you?
1: I also like reading. Hi,
0: I'm Amy, and I'm addicted <laughs> to Words with Friends. Hello, Amy. And Just I, a minute. Bring!
1: I don't know. And I like reading more than some of the TV shows. That she was watch, so excited. This
0: is how much she likes words with friends. Last night, <laughs> we're sitting on the couch watching some television. And and all of a sudden, she goes, oh, oh this is so cool. Ah, and she's all giddy. And she puts the thing over in my face and goes, look, I got a 64-point wo- word. Oh, that's so awesome. And then she goes, oh, against you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, oh, sorry, dear. <laughs> and I'm
0: like. Well, yeah, I really wanted to know that you got a 64 pointer. Boo hoo! I've, I've
1: got 99 pointer, not that one. I mean, ago. grovel. I,
0: I'm groveling. She's she's not groveling, she's all excited <laughs> and gloating that she got a 64 I, well, word. I
1: didn't realize it was against you until I, I noticed can. that. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I wouldn't have probably been so giddy. Yeah, at least into your face.
0: <laughs> no, she just get in the other room and dance around.
1: I got a 64-pointer. I got a 64-pointer. I can't remember who I got a 99-pointer against one day. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're better at words with friends than I am. I don't win very much from anybody. Hey, everybody play me because it'll make you feel good.
1: You beat me about half the time. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. No. No. It's about 80% of the time you beat me and about 20% of the time I win. When and the
1: kids were little, we used to take Scrabble with us camping a yeah, lot. Yeah, we did. And when the kids were playing in the pool or in the evening after we put them in the tent, we you know stay up and play cards or Scrabble or something. And um, you used to beat me a lot.
0: That's back when my mind was sharp.
1: it's <laughs> it getting now already and you're only thank you. five. thank <laughs> you thank you so much no. would
0: you like to go dance in the other room now for about that too no jeez
1: no you. so you do i lose at half. scrabble you and I'm win Cena. about half the time no no yeah no
0: so anyway, okay so i finally did the final edits for Stefan for the martians are here podcast finale
1: oh good you okay yeah, that's been a long project. You've yeah, been working was, on that about nine months. Is that right? Well,
0: the whole entire series, yeah, about yeah. six months or seven months. Okay. Anyway, we're putting it. It should be by now. You're probably going to get the first of the three episodes that are coming out of mm-hmm. uh, the finale. So um, you should be able to go over to the theMartiansAreHere.com and download a new uh, a new episode. If not today, tomorrow it'll be up. I think somewhere around there. And then all three of them are going to be released this following week. Okay. So people will be able to hear the conclusion to the Martians are here. We get to hear about Rose and Mickey and Jim and all sorts of other isn't, characters. Isn't Sarah. There,
1: isn't there an epilogue too? Will that be with the final three? Shh, it's a surprise. Uh oh. It's a I'm surprise. There's yeah, a really I cool
0: let's just that. say this, there's a really cool surprise at the end of the thir- of, of chapter thirty four.
1: Okay.
0: Um, that's all I'm gonna say. All right. Even um, though my wife said more, sorry, than she was supposed
1: to. Well, I I like to read a lot, and a lot of books have something at the end like that,
0: like my what might happen in the next book,
1: yeah, um, maybe something, maybe. Or, or just like maybe. the story ended, but this is what happened later, yeah, kind of thing.
0: So anyway, that's what's been going on at our house um let me see i don't think there's anything else that we need to cover right now but we have a really fascinating topic today we're starting our brand new series as as, as you heard at the beginning with the old time movie reel mm-hmm. and then the funky cool music yeah yeah we're starting a brand new series called spiritual boot camp and this is part one today we're going to be talking about the topic of creation how do or how does the bible say that the earth And all the things in the earth came to be. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And we're going to talk about it hopefully in non-religious terms, which means we're going to talk about it like normal, in normal language. We're not going to try to, um, we're going to read a few comments that we got on our Facebook page. But we had 54 comments, so we can't cover them all. But we will cover a few. Mm -hmm. And um, then we're going to introduce next week's subject. So stick around. We'll be right back with part one of our spiritual boot camp.
3: 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on The Amazing Race.
4: I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our new show, the Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize.
3: We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. So, when Rick and Amy have helped guide you along your spiritual path on their amazing show, Take Him With You, check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes. And we'll see you...
4: At the Fast Forward.
0: Alan Joyce were a blast to have on the program last week, weren't they?
1: Yeah, we had a good time talking with them and getting to know them a little better.
0: Yeah, they were a lot of fun. And if you mm-hmm. haven't didn't get to hear that episode, just uh, go to episode number 110. Today's episode 111, but last week it was The Adventures of Alan Joyce. That's what we called it. Mm-hmm. And we watched The Amazing Race and... I have to say, I really like the goth couple, mm-hmm. but they are in big trouble.
1: Did Did they get cut out?
0: No, they mm-hmm. remember they lost their fanny pack.
1: Oh yeah, and, and they
0: were already well into the race, and, and so I now they got to go back had, and find they had it had, it had their, their money and their passport, and, and uh, his it was makeup like
1: on a gondola <laughs>
0: it had his makeup in it.
1: It had his makeup in it.
0: Yeah. So he, well, might, what are you going to do as if you're a goth and you don't have makeup?
1: He might be ungoth. Well, he sometimes. had his guy
0: liner in there. Oh. I love that term, guyliner. What would I look like with guyliner?
1: Let's not try.
0: You don't want me to wear guyliner? Nah. All right. Hey, Sue um, just is using uh, the Haytel application. Let's listen.
4: train now, and I don't want to be so loud that people get mad at me, because I
0: don't like it when other people are loud on their cell phones. There. Isn't
4: that cool? You know, it just
1: seems so strange, because here we are in r- rural, if I can say that way. Rural. Rural.
0: Rural.
1: Um, America. You know, the only noise are the little kids playing outside in the neighborhood. Yeah, you can hear them playing. And yeah. um, quite different, about polar opposite of New York City, so... Um, but it's kind of neat keeping in touch with people all over the world.
0: It really is mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yep. Yeah. So um, anyway, let's see if we can get a hold of Richard Pete. Let's talk to him. Hey, Richard, what's up, man? We're recording Taking with You, so I'm calling you on Haytel to just demonstrate how it works. So call us back and say hi. Say hi to all the listeners that are listening right now. The thousands and thousands of listeners that are listening to Taking with You, waiting on our our every breath. Not. Okay, let's see if he feel answer us. I guess we should probably get started into what we're supposed to do though, huh?
1: Yeah, I think that would be a good idea.
0: Okay, we're going to we're going to get right into the subject now. Our subject this week is Spiritual Boot Camp Part 1 in the beginning. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about creation in the beginning, all that jazz. And let me just say, in the Spiritual Boot Camp series, what we're attempting to do is try and explain what the Bible says, or at least our interpretation about what the Bible says and what we believe about topics, kind of hot topics that are the basics of our faith. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole idea of doing this. Because we think that it would be... Well, let me just say, for some reason it gets really controversial. It seems like the basics of of any beliefs seem to be super controversial, especially when we put them on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. We get all these different like varying opinions, and not that there's anything wrong with different opinions, but it seems to get hostile and mean quick.
1: I'm not sure why. And it shouldn't. I mean, we should respect... Um, other people's beliefs and where they're coming from, it's just where they're coming from,
0: yeah, so yeah. we said early on, actually, in the very first episode of taking with you some one of our ground rules was that we wouldn't rank on other religions
1: mm-hmm. or even or other believers belief, belief
0: systems, right, and the reason for that is because we have noticed over our lives and our you know we haven't been alive forever, but quite a few years we've noticed that a lot of times um there's no real good discussion. Nobody really knows what the other person thinks because, um, personally, insults just start right off, and and, mm-hmm. and pretty soon nobody wants to listen to each other. So you got you know people that don't believe in God calling the people that do crazy, and then you got the people that do believe in God calling the people that don't crazy, and then pretty soon nobody's listening to each other. There's fighting, mm-hmm. and we think that's really sad because. One thing I've learned now is that there are a lot of different beliefs. There are a lot of different people in the world. And how are we ever going to know what anybody else thinks if we don't listen?
1: You know, and I think some people pointed this out on Facebook, um, and we've talked about it a lot ourselves, is we follow the teachings of Christ, um, Jesus, and, and that kind of thing. And that and, kind of thing? Well, God, Jesus, you know. And, and He'd like
0: that. Hey, Jesus, you're that kind of thing. Well,
1: what I'm saying is... Jesus didn't yell at people for the most part. The only people he ever got angry with and kind of sharp with. And raised were, his voice with. And raised his voice to that's recorded um, history-wise is um, the religious leaders that were kind of being hypocritical. Or more than kind of. that They, they were, were being, being hypocritical. Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, and they had taken, they, the, the, when he got upset with them... A couple of different times mm-hmm. uh, actually more than that, but anyway when he when he got really upset and he went in and he braided a whip and he knocked over the tables in the in this part of the temple because they had made a place that was supposed to be a house of prayer, a place where people could go and pray mm-hmm. and connect with god he had actually um he, they had actually made it into a place where they were selling. Um, sacrifices and well, And, and they trinkets weren't even and,
1: fair about it. He called it a den of thieves. So yeah. he was saying they were ripping. They the people were, off. like being greedy and unkind and merciless and, you and know, taking advantage of people. And, if and if you this is to, supposed to be a holy place. Right.
0: And if you want to get right down to it, the same thing has happened in our world today where uh, a lot of established type of religions and stuff are basically bilking people. It's a big money thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not everything is like that. There's there's places that aren't. And there are people that are real genuine, so we don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. But we do want to say the whole reason behind this podcast is just to let you know what we think about it. Mm-hmm. And you you know, you're entitled to your opinion. And I mean obviously it's I mean, I would be lying to you if I said that I didn't want you to believe the same way I did. But you know what? The reality is a lot of people are never gonna believe the same way that we mm-hmm. do. But that's okay, because I think it's, it's, it's interesting to have um, an open dialogue. I've learned a lot from people that don't believe the same way as mm-hmm. I do, and I found uh, that they're not quite the same as what I had been taught they were.
1: Well, and one of our belief systems is that God didn't make us robots. He gave us a free will. He gave us the ability to choose. And to think. And to think. Mm-hmm. And so you know, part of that thinking is an open and honest discussion.
0: And you can't do that by insulting each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't rank on any other religions. That's why, I mean, I don't even know if we'll ever do a series on what the different religions think. But, uh, but I do know that that we know pretty well what we believe, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to share. So just yeah. so you know, this is you know that's what we're doing. Um, we're not trying to get notches on our Bible or on our belt to say mm-hmm. that we converted you to this or that. Um, obviously, we'd love for you to hear what we believe, but we understand that not everybody's going to believe that way. Our hope is actually even greater than that is that you can know the same God that we know because he's changed our lives in a really good way. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to throw that out there. So let's get into what uh, we're the the first in the series is called in the beginning. So we're going to talk Mm -hmm. about um, creation. Now there's a big, huge controversy for some reason over evolution versus creation, and so you get a lot of people that get real hot really quick and upset really quick when you start talking about this. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure why. Do you have any ideas why people get so so well, adamant?
1: I think I think part of it is some people who don't believe in God. Um they might lean more towards it was a galactic accident and things just came together after trillions of years and things happened to make and there i mean trying to make a reason for our existence, our existence without the presence of, uh, of the a creator. creator okay and and so and then you have some people that are very literal and very um dark doc- dogmatic dogmatic um and say well it had to be exactly this and and nothing else and um you know one thing that we have some great comments and so some of this might be brought brought up but i taught my kids um homeschooled them for what's about 18 years now. (laughs) And um, so I got to explain to them the scientific method and talk to them about evolution and creation and everything in between and Mm -hmm. combination and different theories. And one thing that I have to say is that if we're talking about true science, that in the scientific method, you have to be able to observe something and you have to be able to repeat it in order to prove it as a scientific fact. Okay. has to be repeatable.
2: Right.
1: Well, no matter what we're talking about here, whether we're talking about creation or we're talking about evolution or a multitude of other theories, um, all of these things have to have a certain amount of faith. You can't say... Evolution is a fact because you can't reproduce it. You can't, you can't, or the Big Bang or, or even creation. I, I didn't observe that. I, I wasn't here whether, whether you're a little creationist and you say, okay, 6,004 years ago or 20 years ago, um, God created the world. That would be a literal creationist. would be, believe it was around 6,000 years ago. Um, I wasn't there then to observe it. And I can't reproduce that. I can't, because for one thing, I'm not God. And the same with evolution. They might say, you know, out of some goo climbed life. And I don't know. Um, so many trillions of years ago. Well, I wasn't there so many trillions of years ago. I didn't observe that, and I cannot recreate that. So, anyway, <coughs> I'm just saying, as we are talking about these different things, whether we're talking about about the biblical creation model, um, or we're talking about evolution, Big Bang, whatever it was, um, whatever you believe you have believed by faith there's a certain amount might not be a
0: biblical faith Mm -hmm. but you do trust in something you have not seen
1: you haven't seen it yeah right i mean the bible says faith is the evidence of things not seen so we're talking about faith here whether it's your faith in science or your faith in god and you think that's
0: why it makes such a big, huge, hot I, I button? think,
1: yeah, that's a long way to say that. I think people are passionate about what they believe in. And I mean, we have family that we've sat kind of quietly around the table with sometimes because they're very passionate about their scientific views and that mm-hmm. they don't want anything to do with God and you know and they can get very passionate about that mm-hmm. and and we can feel the same passion about our beliefs with God <clears throat> our our place here you know when we've asked questions on facebook or whatever is to to have a friendly discussion though
0: i agree and so so that's it's an interesting hot button for people but um i think that one of the things that when you say well i can't prove creation I think a lot of people get pretty upset or at least believers get upset because they pull out the Bible and they say, "Well, here's an account from God."
1: Mm-hmm. And that's the way I was raised and I think I think that's fine. It's written
0: here. Here's how it happened.
1: Yeah. It's fine if we have that belief. You know, my point is I can't go back 6,000 years and observe that. That'd be great if we had a time machine it and would we be could awesome. see how God created the universe. Sure. And, you know that would be it. Answer wonderful. a lot of questions, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, in our um, exploration of different theories, there's a lot of different theories in the creationist camp.
0: Yeah, it's not all the same, I, is it?
1: I I remember when we were, we were in Bible school, and one of the one of the professors talked about about the theory that there were a multitude of creations, like in Genesis um, chapter one. It talks about how the world was formless and void, and so they were saying, "Well, there could have been another creation before our creation." And God, the just world kinda, that
0: was, is the name of that theory.
1: And that God could have recreated stuff. And now, I mean, that's a lot of hypothesis, speculation, speculation and, and and stuff. But that's just you know, there's just a lot of people thinking and there, and there, and there's
0: some <laughs> believers that will debate on how how the old earth theory or the ancient earth theory mm-hmm. versus the young earth young theory. Earth. So there's some that believe in a literal 6000 years old and mm-hmm. others that really do believe it's it's billions of years old.
1: Yeah, like between verse 1 and verse 2 that
0: there could have been a huge stretch of time there.
1: Yeah, and so and we have a lot of comments that people bring that up that that our idea of time was kind of created for us by God, mm-hmm. and that God lives out of the dimension of time, and there could have been...
0: We don't have any fathom. what We don't fathom things that are eternal. We just yeah, don't.
1: Our senses are rather limited in the way we learn and the way we understand is rather limited compared mm-hmm. to... An almighty, all-seeing.
0: Well, I mean, you think about the hum, the human brain. They've proved that we only use a small portion of the like brain,
1: five or ten percent.
0: And so you yeah. imagine what it would have been like to be Adam, who used all of his brain, probably most likely.
4: Yeah. And
0: Adam and Eve, and what that must have been like for them. It's like that new movie that's coming out. Have you seen the movie? The previews for that movie where the guy takes the pill, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. he can use most of his brain.
1: Yeah. And he can see like fifty different scenarios. Yeah, you know, he and it's,
0: it's it's a it's a really cool idea for a movie. Yeah. I don't know if the movie's going to be any good or not, but I thought the the idea behind mm-hmm. it was fascinating. But what would it be like if we could use our brain and really use it all to the way that and what we believe is that God created us, and and uh, what would it be like if we hadn't. By the way, we're covering this next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, call it, we're going to talk about the fall of man, Adam and Eve, the Garden of Eden, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the that temptation. next week <laughs> and and why we don't use all our brain. Mm-hmm. That'll be an interesting subject next week. Yeah. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go ahead and read um, Genesis chapter one and a little bit of two mm-hmm. and talk about uh, or actually just read it because another thing is a lot of people say, you know, well, you say this or you say that, and, well, and, and then I'll ask them, well, have you ever read the Bible? And they'll say, well, no.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: now, how can you make a comment on creation if you've never actually read the account? It's not boring. It's actually kind of fascinating. So I thought we could read it in neutral ground here. We're not okay. trying to force this on you, but I thought we could read it, or I could read it to you, have you just kind of listen of why do you think these crazy Christians, where do they get this idea of mm-hmm. this creation thing? I don't understand. And not just Christians believe in creation, but there's Jewish people believe in creation there's actually quite a few religions
1: well there's a lot of a lot of people groups have different creation stories mm-hmm. there's a lot of similarities in in most cultures creation stories, not exactly the same but right. And, and, let's, and let's be story. honest, too. I mean,
0: we're going to be straightforward with you and tell you we believe what the Bible says.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're not trying to uh, pull the wool over anybody's eyes and say, you know, become, well, we accept all faiths. Well, we do accept all people. We love people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe a certain way, and, and I just do. That's how I believe. It's yeah. my faith. And so I'm not going to make any apologies for that, but I'm also mm-hmm. not going to rank on other people that don't. Yeah. But I, we, I do want to read. This is where we get our belief from. This is yeah. why we form the opinions we formed. Because we read it and we said, hmm, that's really interesting. So let me read to you Genesis chapter 1, and we're going we're gonna to be in the New Living Translation. And let me just read it to you. It says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness night. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters, to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky, and evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land, and the water seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant, and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees of seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. An evening passed, and the morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them mark off the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day, and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set the lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water, and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, Let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind. Livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals livestock small animals each able to produce offspring of the same kind and god saw that it was good then god said let us make human beings in our image to be like us they will reign over the fish in the sea birds in the sky the livestock and all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground so god created human beings in his own image in the image of god he created them male and female he created them Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all He had made, and He saw that it was very good. And the evening passed, and the morning came, marking the sixth day. Well, there you go. That is Genesis chapter one, and there's quite a bit in that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and okay, so you have some people that take that completely literally, which mm-hmm. you could. Yeah, and there's some people that say take it as a like a metaphor or a or a or a symbol. Symbolism, mm-hmm. And then you have other people that say, whatever, that's just a bunch of bunk. There was nobody there, so they could never have ever known that. So how would they know? Because some guy wrote it. So you get all these different reactions and mm-hmm. opinions of it. Okay, Amy and I's opinion of it is that it is true, mm-hmm. and th- this is actually what God did. Now, it doesn't mm-hmm. go into great detail on how he did it, but it does say that he did it. So that's kind of yeah. what we believe, is that God did create the earth and well, created animals and plants and human beings and and
1: and to me that's more important just to know that we have a god that is so big and so amazing and so creative that he could accomplish something like this whether it took him six days or 60 million years to me the time isn't as important which you know it could have been six days because i believe he's powerful and mighty enough, he could have done it in six days. But to me, the main point is that he is so big and Mm -hmm. he is so creative and he is so awesome. And and Genesis just kind of shows us that, that that he is our almighty creator. And he's like, cool.
0: Well, okay. (laughs) I just think it's really interesting because there is nothing... If you look at something that's complex, like a watch, mm-hmm. or a clock, or a microphone, or a, or a, a telephone, or a cell phone, mm-hmm. or a computer, or whatever, and you look at that, you're going to go, you're not going to say that just a bunch of things were sitting around and then one day they came together and created this by themselves, mm-hmm. just independently of each other. Um, but it, but if, when you look at something like that, or a tree, or, or a frog, or whatever, when you look at something like that, you have to, if you have any sense about you you're going to say wow i wonder who made that or how did they make this or how did they make that and Mm -hmm. and so i don't quite understand why people get so adamant about saying that we are just a you know just a bunch of atoms were floating around and then all of a sudden poof you know there was this big bang and here we here we are i've never seen anything in the universe ever Mm -hmm. come together out of chaos
1: well, and I've never seen any human being be able to create an atom out of nothing. You know, we there's something I I was heard about the other day that people used to think of small organisms like bacteria or or a virus that are microscopic. You mm-hmm. have to have a microscope to see them, and and they used to think, oh, they're just simple little organisms. And as science has um, gotten more um, specific and more detailed in their ability to study these things, they find like little viruses and stuff have little motors in them. There, there's little mechanisms. mechanisms in them to help them move and, and spread around. And it's like, wow, you know, even the smallest things... Have been so amazingly created. Well, and it's and it's just, it's like, just wow. and
0: I, I think it's really tough for me to believe. I mean, what's easier for me to believe that somebody cre- created a chair that I sit in, or that it just came together with a bunch of parts, and then who made the parts, and then mm-hmm. how did those parts get together? And you know, th- there's just all these questions that loom over this whole thing where there's no God,
4: mm-hmm. and so that's
0: why that's one of the reasons I do believe in God mm-hmm. is that there's there's just too many amazing things on this planet to just say that it happened by chance or randomness. Mm -hmm. I really, truly believe that there's a God that created it. Now, you know, then a lot of people will believe that, okay, well, there was a creator, but now they don't think that he has anything to do with our lives. And and that's a whole different issue. Mm -hmm. We're talking about creation today. But as far as what Amy and I believe, we just read to you the Bible, which said, here's how God, or it doesn't say how he did it completely. It says what he did. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really interesting. I, I did quite a bit when I was preaching a lot and taught the, taught the Bible from the pulpit. Um, I did a lot of studying on creation and different things like that. And I found something very fascinating out of chapter one of Genesis that that I really like to share with people. And that is that there was um, there's an interesting passage or interesting little scripture there that says that let us make man in our image. And people go, wait a minute! What does that mean? And this is where we can get into like talking about. The Trinity, you know, and, and that's a big word to say the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit together being God. Mm-hmm. We don't again, we don't have time on this program to go into the great detail on that, but it is interesting that it said that it says in the Bible that God created us in his image. And if you look at God being a triune being, he also created the human being differently than he created the plants. And the animals, and mm-hmm. if you look in there, the the word for plants when it talks about the vegetation that God created, mm-hmm. on on the, I don't I can't remember which day it was. I have to go look back. But um, anyway, when He creates that, it's it's basically the word for a body. Mm-hmm. So something you know. So we all know that plants have a body, and I mean they have form and substance, and they mm-hmm. grow. They're alive, mm-hmm. but. You know, I know people talk to their plants and stuff like that, but I've never seen a plant yeah. talk back plants unless and you're talking like about little, little Shop of Horrors, you know, and, or, or maybe yeah. the, the, the Venus flytraps or something. But no, they don't usually talk back or anything they like that. They do
1: like, the, the, actually, the carbon dioxide that comes out of our mouths. They like that. Yeah. Well, anyway. They produce oxygen.
0: But then it, then it talks about when he creates the animals, and that's actually called nefesh. The word for the animals is nefesh, mm-hmm. which it means soul.
1: And when we mean soul, we're talking about... A body. A, well, a soul is your mind, your, your will, will, and, and your, and your emotions.
0: emotions. A body that has a mind, a will, and emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, we all of us that have pets know that our pets have emotions.
1: Mm-hmm. And they I mean, can be stubborn. The, and, you well, know. the other
0: day was... Um, I can't remember. Oh, she, she tried to bite the cat. Mm-hmm. she tries to herd the cats anyway because she's an australian herding dog Cattle dog, yeah. yeah and and she tried to bite stripey and i saw her and she knew i saw her and i scolded her probably for the first time because she's been a pretty good dog mm-hmm. and i i um uh, i disciplined her and you were there you remember how, what she she looked at me like
1: she kind of stood back a few feet and mm-hmm. she
0: gave me the eye of what did you just What's do?
1: Going on? <laughs> and then
0: she then she slowly backed up, and then sat down and pouted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So so you can't tell me that animals don't have a soul because they do. Oh
1: yeah, they do. They have a
0: mind so they can make decisions. They have a Definitely will because
1: will. <laughs> if
0: you ever have a puppy or a cat, for goodness sakes, you know they have a will of their own. Yeah. And then you know they have emotions. And that was for the word nefesh meant a soul. So mm-hmm. God created a being with a soul. Then it says he created man in his own image, and we are a body, a soul, and a spirit. Mm-hmm. See, man has man and women, I use that term generic there, so it's it's universal. Man or woman, it's not not just like a man. Human, human beings. <laughs> human beings have something that no other animal in the kingdom has. And that is the ability not just to reason, because animals can reason because they can mm-hmm. they can figure out things and be trained. But they have a spark that that animals don't. And we have an ability to communicate differently than the animals. And we have a creative thing on the inside of us where we can create things. And it's a different type of intelligence.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I believe that comes from the spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and the Bible says that God is spirit. And those who worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth. So we're made after God's image.
0: Well, that and I believe that because God is triune, He's three in one. Mm-hmm. I believe. Then I believe that we as human beings are three in one as well. We have a body, a soul, and a spirit. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where what I get out of Genesis chapter one and and what I've taught for years is that there, there's there's a reason for us to want to be hooked up to God mm-hmm. because. Um, We'll find out next week, when we talk about it, that there was an occurrence that happened that unhooked us from him. Mm-hmm. So we were a, a body and a soul, but our spirit got cut off from God. And then we'll talk about what happened to reconnect that, and how today God is still reconnecting people with him through an amazing thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that next week. So there we are. That's the, that's the account of creation from the Bible. Why don't we now... Take a look at some of the comments that we got on facebook and twitter
1: okay you you put out an impromptu question and you said, "Be civil <laughs> creation question mark evolution question mark <coughs> intelligent Sorry. design question mark big bang question mark and um and we got. Lots 54
0: responses. We're only
1: going to be able to hit a few of these. Well, yeah, because we're already... It would take yeah. all night. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: So we got qu- quite a few different things. We got some joke ones, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. In, in fact, I would encourage you, um, we don't want to censor anything. In fact, you'll notice that I don't ever erase any comments. And we get quite a few sometimes kind of heated things. I said to be civil, and for the most part, people were. There was mm-hmm. a few people that were like, oh, my goodness, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also posted another thing with the poor folks in japan about the earthquake and everything mm. we posted one of our old podcasts and that got a whole bunch of really controversial comments because people were just kind of mean we to each were other just
1: po- reposting it then we got all this theological debate going on i'm going well that wasn't our purpose yeah it, <laughs> kinda, it actually kind of upset
0: some people and i don't blame them yeah. for being upset but anyway on this one in particular i just asked you know creation evolution intelligent design big bang and I asked people to be civil and, and write what they thought. Mm-hmm. And so we got all sorts of different ones. Um some really good ones. Um let's read the one from Les Van Brunt. Oh, I wasn't gonna say last names on her, but Les I know Buddy, Buddy okay. won't mind at all.
1: Boy, um he posted several, so Well it's
0: the first one there. It's the third well, fourth fourth comment down. One, two, it three, was, four.
1: It was a reply to Sue's though. Uh
0: no, not not here.
1: Okay, well, why you must you not be looking at it. it. Okay, because... well, it says
0: definitely creation, and it's obviously an intelligent design. The Bible doesn't go into great detail about how exactly it was created outside of God's spoke. So it's very possible that the Big Bang and evolution were part of the process. The Bible does say that we were formed from the dust of the earth. So I thought that was really an interesting um, mm-hmm. concept. And then um, Sue, our friend Sue, from uh, well, that we heard on the...
1: I do have that one. Do you want to
0: read that one? I, did, did you I already want, read it so we got yeah, it? Yeah,
1: I have I have read it. I hope it, it's quite a long one, so I'll do my best.
0: Here. And we don't mind it being long. Sue, no, we thought it was really good. No, it's so. good. Um, what does Sue have to say it about says, it? It
1: says, Tricky, tricky, Mr. Moyer. I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. I have um, no way of knowing how... The Bible tells us that the creation was completed after six days, but the Bible also tells us that time passes differently for God. We often make the mistake of imposing our linear perception and mortal thought processes on Him. So I don't know how He did it. There very well could have been a Big Bang. I do not believe in macroevolution, Um And to specify here, um, she doesn't explain exactly what that is, but in my study, macro is changing one um, species to another another species, whereas microevolution, an example of that would be like the foxes in the Arctic that... Can change their color during season. They're the mm-hmm. same species, but there may be slight changes in that species. They don't turn
0: into a completely different species. Yeah,
1: a dog is still a dog, but it might come out looking a little bit different as breeding processes and okay. different. all right. And even climate changes. Thank you. Okay. Thank so, you, Amy, for that
0: lesson. Sorry. It was good.
1: I'm always a teacher, I guess. Yeah. So, um... So she says she doesn't believe in macroevolution. That's changes of species um, to another species. I believe that humans were created in God's image, not necessarily physically, because God is not a physical being, but spiritually. We don't know how exactly life on this planet was formed, but I don't think that humans have too much um, sense. I think she meant change too much since creation. Right, right. But we don't know how exactly we were created. We do know that Adam and Eve were perfect, and we know in this day and age that inbreeding can cause deformities. Taking all this into account, there must have been changes over the years, but I do not believe that we came from non-human primates. Often people say that science says one thing and doctrine says another, I don't feel that they are necessarily mutually exclusive. I know that God did it. I don't know how I've gotten a lot of flack from other believers over the years because i'm i um, so interested in science. But I feel that the more we learn about the universe that god doesn't that it does not debunk God, that reinforces his hand in the wonders around us. There are so many things that is slightly different would change so much about the universe what are these um, what are the chances but the long and short of it is that we're here and we're here to serve him
0: and then and then she wrote that she was sorry for writing such a long thing but actually i think you no, actually it explained good. it pretty well from your perspective and mm-hmm. and uh and we actually agree with you on that
1: yeah we can't understand everything but we have faith knowing that that he is our god and he he did it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I always get a kick out of, of, of well, maybe I don't know about a kick. Sometimes it makes my stomach hurt when I hear people arguing and debating about evolution versus creationism and and uh, the whole macro evolution kind of thing. Because I, I remember hearing one time, and it totally stuck with me, and they said, well, if we evolve from apes, why are there still apes? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, they, and then they say, well, they were different apes. <laughs> okay, whatever. Well, a... um,
1: I've read quite a bit about Charles Darwin and his theories, and he himself said his idea of the species changing into another species was not very highly supported um, because you would have fossil records of it, and there aren't any. Right. There aren't any half bird, half mammal i mean you don't see any
0: half humans half lizards like in v yeah for one thing
1: for one thing as as a creature if they really did change and evolve you wouldn't have the original creature and probably in the process of changing and evolving they wouldn't be they wouldn't be practically Able to exist and probably would be killed off by other creatures because they would be malformed in the process of changing. And mm-hmm. anyway, um, there's just a lot of holes in in macro evolution. Um, now, not to debunk all of evolution because the word evolution just means change, right? And and we talked about macroevolution. As you well, breed different animals, well, there's going to be changes within that species. But a dog is still a dog. Right. It's not It's not a cow.
0: Right. <laughs> you know? Well, I, I find it really interesting. When you talk about terms like evolution or creationism, there seems to be a an actual term evolution that we would talk about and have no problem talking about but then there's a political term called evolution and that comes mm-hmm. with all this baggage of people saying well there's no god and all these different things mm-hmm. and the same goes on the other side of things when you hear creationism you have some people that are just dogmatic and won't even li- consider science in a, in the least and then you have others that say well now let's look at this because perhaps god used the stuff that we're finding in science to to do mm-hmm. this creating and so I, I think that, that whenever you go totally extreme on both ends, mm-hmm. you're going to miss out on what the truth is. And I think if we say that we have everything figured out perfectly, we aren't right. Mm-hmm. Because nobody has it all figured out.
1: This next, I mean, God does, but, yeah. but we don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're not God. We're not God,
0: and we don't know all the, the details and everything. Yeah. And I guess if we were meant to know all the details, we would. Yeah. And and maybe maybe we don't have to know. I mean, how does that? What does that have to do with how we treat people? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if if evolution or creation is is, is true, which, how does that? You know, I don't know. To me, it's like we're getting all upset over stuff that we probably shouldn't get upset mm-hmm. over, and we bring this political thing in, and then it gets all religious. And some people don't want to have anything to do with God. and Other people say, well, it's all God, and why don't I have anything to do with science? What I'm, I'm really enjoying hearing people talk about how they, they look for God in the science. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We know scientists that actually do that, yeah. that believe in God. We know doctors, and, and we know lawyers, and we know professional people that are very intelligent, mm-hmm. that not only use the system that we have here on this earth and, and understand science, but they also believe in a creator.
1: Well, I think um, Les, Les's comment addresses this, the very next one. Mm-hmm. It was in response to Sue's. Um He said, very well said. I also don't believe science and religion are mutually exclusive. Science is the study of God's creation. The more we learn about creation, the more we learn about God. And one of the things that we re- recently read a book that talked about the fractal theory that— How sometimes things can look chaotic from our perspective. But if you get like a universal perspective and can back way up. There's patterns and intricate design in everything. And you know where we might see a random clustering of stars or galaxies. If you back up far enough you see you can see patterns and wonderful designs. And all things, going down to the smallest atom or the largest universe, there's just these amazing, complicated Mm -hmm. designs. So... Uh, That was about fractal theory. (laughs) Well,
0: here's what Rick said, um, and not me, not me, Rick. Uh, It says, if by evolution you mean the species changing into an entirely different species, I do not believe that that has ever happened. If you equate change as in a variation within species as evolution, then maybe it has happened. I think God made all the species, but breeds evolved. I do not think the Bible could be true and have God use evolution, because long uh, because long gradual change would require millions of deaths, and Paul wrote that death entered the world because of Adam's sin. Both cannot be true at the same time. That's an interesting theory, mm-hmm. and and an interesting way to look at the Bible. Yeah, and and I you know I think that is worthy of some study to take a look at that. Great comment, Rick. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Who else do we want to read? Because we have so many here. Uh, we have a lot of people that say nothing but creation. Then we had a few snide remarks. And then we had somebody give us a scathing rebuke because we didn't believe in God's word to be literal, even though nobody really said it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me see. What else did we have? Um, we had one gentleman, which I felt bad for. He was, He's going to plead the fifth on this <laughs> because he noticed it started to get a little bit hot in the discussion. And I told him, I said, you know what? Don't feel uncomfortable. Go ahead and share. And I told everybody that we should all be safe in sharing what we believe. Yeah. And um and that really didn't help a whole lot. But anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I thought this one was kind of cute. It was by Marty. He said, Big bang. God created it and bang, it was there. <laughs> that was <laughs> well, I funny. thought that was cute. <laughs> yeah.
2: I
0: liked um I liked what Gareth said. He said, Creation, evolution, intelligent design, big bang. The answer is forty two. <laughs>
1: Sorry, couldn't resist. Hitchhiker's Guide to the okay, Galaxy. yeah, yeah I, knew, I haven't read that book, but I believe you did.
0: Gareth says, I'll start with the Big Bang as it seems the best place to start for me because I was taught that way to think on the beginning of the universe. Since it starts to seem to move out from the center point or several more or less, this does not mean creation is not part of that. How else do these points get there? Which means it would have to be designed by an intelligence that could see or at least confidently predict the results. As for evolution, that really comes after what happened before and is more random than most thinking happened in the beginning. So where does that leave me, or indeed in the discussion? Well, safe to say I don't know. I'm confident, uh, and I think that it's a mix of four parts working together.
1: Okay, Wait, it's going to be really hard to get through these because there's well, some really good ones. Yeah, there really is. There's I thought some... uh,
0: Greg had a good one here. He says, as Christians, we have to be very careful about how we use the sword of the spirit called the Bible. Jesus told us to love God with all our mind, not just heart and soul. So it's okay to ask probing questions and investigate all the possibilities. We d- uh, Do we sometimes use the Bible to put limits on God, uh, what c- what God can do, and what methods the Lord can employ? If so, then we're committing a horrible sin. God is a God, God, is God and I am not.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When we as creatures start telling our creator what time it is and what he must have meant by six days and how his creative power must function, well, shame on us. God is still at work revealing important things to both our scientists and our prophets. We need to be still and listen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was really an interesting question response as well.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. I'd encourage people we won't be able to get all through them, but encourage people to go to our face, your Facebook and read them. Mm-hmm. Um, they were mostly posted on um, last Tuesday. Most of the posts were around then.
0: Yeah, if you uh, go back, you can find it if you just mm-hmm. search through my you know the history on mine and it's mm-hmm. it's facebook.com/rick.moyer. Yeah. Okay, so we have all these different uh, viewpoints, and people talked all about it. We read to you from the Bible on what it says about creation. Mm -hmm. We told you what we believe, and we hope that it helps you to understand a little bit more. If you're already a believer, then we hope that it just emphasizes and helps you to believe what you you already believe. If you're not a believer, then we hope that you understand a little bit more what believers think about it and why Mm -hmm. it does get kind of controversial, you can understand why, if if somebody thought you were threatening them and saying that there is no God because you believe, because you say evolution is it, then you can understand why somebody might feel threatened by that. Mm-hmm. And on the on the other end, I speak to believers. You can understand why somebody who believes in evolution would get really ticked off when all you do is bash them over the head with a with a Bible verse. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really important for us to listen. And also, I think it's, it's another thing that was really important in this discussion was to talk about how science. And faith don't have to be at odds against each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes, I, I talked to an atheist the other day that was really upset with me because I I liked all these science fiction and science and stuff like that. And he, he was saying that that was ridiculous because um, I should just be an atheist because you know none of it fit with my beliefs if I was a Christian. And I was like, you know, you can't really tell me that. Well, That's it's not really cool.
1: Science fiction. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, the yeah. Anyway, the the stuff fiction means. Yeah, but you know, but, you know, but you yeah. know,
0: I'm fascinated by. I love to look at stars, and mm-hmm. I like I like reading science articles and we like technology. Watching documentaries and, yeah. on,
1: on I'm into scientific that. things from the past and present. Well, science and was future. one of my
0: favorite subjects in high school and junior mm-hmm. high. Not as much in high school, but in junior high it really was, because I had a really good science teacher named Mr. Gaston. And he was he was a believer mm-hmm. and he taught he taught such awesome stuff in his class and I loved it. I got A's from him. Um and I, I mean I loved it to read the books and stuff that he gave us and we liked him because he was passionate about explaining how things worked and we got to do experiments and all these different things. So that really mm-hmm. turned me on to science back in junior high. And then I've always been somebody who likes Space and stuff like that. So science fiction is fun. But but I love real science as well. well and um, I don't find it at odds at all. In fact, when I became a believer in God at mm-hmm. the age of 20, that is when... Things started to make more sense to me when it came to science stuff. Now that sounds kind of weird to some people because they say, well, you would think that faith would make you think the opposite, but i didn 't really because, like Les said in the comments, it mm-hmm. actually started to explain it to me. It started to mm-hmm. make more sense. It was like science simply to me proves that God exists.
1: well, I think about physics and and physics is just basically learning about the laws that God created to govern our universe. Mm-hmm. And when you think about science, all the different sciences, um, they're just the study of rocks, or the study of the ocean, or, or the animals, study of or, biology, or right. Um, it just means the study of life is biology. Anyway, but all those things are are studying God's designs. And in t- our opinion, in yes. our opinion, I yeah. mean. So to me, as. It's like studying a master artist and every time you study his work, you're getting a larger appreciation of who the artist is. Exactly. And so to me, that's what science is. And now it might be different to other people, but to well, me, it's pretty amazing.
0: And you know what? I love to take macro pictures, you know, with my macro lens that mm. my friend gave me. And and you, if you look at my Facebook, I have a whole bunch of new cool macro um, photos that you can look at but uh, i love that because i get down and i get to see a slug close up or an ant or a flower or the inside of a of a of a, a crocus mm-hmm. or a frog or or a bug or a bee or a you know something cool like that and you you see this from a perspective all, that you don't usually see all it.
1: the little details
0: all the co- amazing, amazing
1: amazing
0: yeah. details there's one i took of a banana spider That is, it's like what, it's like looking at, it's like looking at Star Wars. And you know what? That's where a lot of the special effects people get their ideas for, for their creations and stuff, because they look at nature. Mm -hmm. And, and I just think when I see something like that, it puts me in awe of God because Mm -hmm. I think, wow, that's so cool that he made that. And I just, I, that's why I, I get passionate about taking photos and doing these things because I just love to see what God has made.
1: Now, okay, this is my spaghetti brain, so please forgive me. We're going oh, no. back to the beginning where you talked about the special effects show that you liked watching. Uh-huh. And the guy that won it, this oh, is a spoiler alert. I don't think you someone, should tell everybody. Well, I'm not saying who his name was, but he, his last project, he, um, had, he had to do a fairy tale kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he did is he made the antagonist in the fairy tale have skin like the bark of a tree. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he took things from nature Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and made that part of his special effects makeup. And he ended up winning. You know, he copied God. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, that's really... A a lot of artists do is you, you just observe nature and... You observe what God created, and then you try to copy it. And you might mix it up a little bit to right. say you're original, but you're still copying. <laughs>
0: so that, so that, so there you go in a nutshell. That's what we believe about creation. Now, um, if you have any comments or ideas or you want to just give us some feedback on what you think about that, um, you can email us, rick at takingwithyou.com or amy at with dot com. We would love to hear from you, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, it'd be fun.
0: We've been hearing lots of good things about our newsletter lately, and that's been really encouraging because we, on Sundays, we spend a lot of time writing our articles, and then they go out to a lot of people. You can get, by the way, you can get our newsletter for free. Just go to the Take Him With You site, com. click on subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll just put your email in there, and it'll send you every Monday morning, you'll get mm-hmm. it in your email box. And we do that faithfully every single week. We've only missed like one week ever.
1: And I think if you post, um i think it was around christmas we took a week off <laughs> Something, but yeah if if you re- friend request us on facebook and just say i listen to your podcast so that we know yeah i mean i don't know yeah we <laughs> so, want to
0: know if you listen or not and,
1: um, then, and then we can accept you and then there's usually a link on our yeah our i facebook post as soon pages. as i get done
0: getting it put out i post it on facebook and on twitter
1: and so you can um click on it from there too if you're a Facebook, fan. you really
0: enjoy our newsletter. That's that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, originally we had the newsletter. Uh, we tried to we tried to figure out a way that we could support the podcast financially, so mm-hmm. we were going to sell the newsletter or that,
1: have subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, and it
0: really didn't work out, so uh, <laughs> we ended up just giving away for free every single week. Um, but you know, that's another thing too. It, we'd like to ask if you could help us at all. That would be really really cool. You know, we're still in transition, and and it's you know we've been done the podcast for how long now.
1: Will it be um boy, has it been two years already, yeah, it's already been two years two years in
0: in February,
1: two years in February, so
0: it's two years March. in a month, yeah. And and anyway, we do this pretty much full time. I mean, we do a bunch of different stuff like this full time. Mm-hmm. And then I do some stuff on the side like web work and I do voice-overs. voiceovers. I just got got on voice one, two, three and trying to get some jobs doing that. And you clean houses uh, in a business work. called <laughs> Cle- The Cleaning Fairy.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's what that's what Amy does. But um, we really could use some help. If you love our podcast and you listen to it and it means something to you, um, would you think about supporting us? Uh, you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money every month. I mean, some people give five dollars, some people give ten dollars, some people give twenty, thirty. You know, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we had one person for a while that was giving a lot, more, yeah. way more than that. Um, and so we just want to encourage you. If you could help us out, that would be awesome. And you know, some people have more money than others, and it would be mm-hmm. very helpful. We're not trying to get rich. But we do want to keep bringing the podcast to you, and it and would we sure kind help of things. Need to
1: keep the power on. Well, and yeah, we the mortgage paid in order to do that.
0: <laughs> we, we've never really been behind in our bills till now, so that's kind of like, ugh, we'd like to pay off our debt and then just you know just keep our head above water. That'd be yeah. fine for us. But anyway, if you can help, that'd be great. Okay, anything else you want to say before we go?
1: I just want to. Tell our listeners, thank you for listening, and, and thanks
0: for the comments on Facebook. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of great comments. We really and
0: appreciate everybody's feedback, and even mm-hmm. if you don't agree with us, we say bring it on. You know, just we don't mind hearing other opinions and other ideas. Yeah. In fact, it actually makes the program better. I think.
1: Yeah, it makes it more interesting. It does. God created a diversity of people, not you know, not just plants and animals. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, and he it, it takes us... all kinds of people. And he gave us all these crazy minds of ours, so it's fun to hear from.
0: I'm going to close with a really cool song that talks all about creation.
1: Okay.
0: And I think everybody's going to really enjoy it. You can find uh, Chris Tomlin on iTunes, Mm -hmm. and uh, this is a really, really cool song that I think you're... It's called Undescribable.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Cool. So thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. Um, This is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2011.
1: All rights reserved.
0: Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the song. I think you'll really like it.
2: To fall to the fragrance of All stroke we fall to The Guild Podcast, and MASH 4077 Podcast, just uh, using the Haytale app, which I'm sure Rick has talked about, and uh, just saying hi to y'all. Hope you guys have a great podcast. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking
3: television series in history, MASH.
2: Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com.
3: Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because?
4: Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce.
3: And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House.
4: And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward.
3: And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077 podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts.
4: Yep. Like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows.
0: Like Lost?
4: Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written.
0: And...
3: We'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why?
4: Just because. Visit us at because.podbean.com and...
3: in iTunes.
0: you. What a podcast. You know you love it. I bet you have some dance gadgets. Boot camp, spiritual boot camp.